0: Welcome to the show. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Friday, November 25th. Let's get right into it, shall we? If you haven't been paying attention, there's big stuff happening in China. Now, there's been a lot going on in China for the last several years, but right now, it's get it's about as bad as it can get let's uh, let's take some uh, video of uh, looks look at some video of what's going on in China right now these are the protests that are happening right now um, as the government of China shuts down and locks down its citizens again we're going back into a cold and flu season and these are the citizens now fighting back against their government they're done with it uh, this is them tearing up the the um, vaccination centers and the lockdown centers that the government officials have set up. And, and, and it's not alone. It's not in one place or two places. This is happening across the country. Now, I don't speak Chinese, so I don't know exactly what they're saying, but I read body language like nobody's business. And I don't think the people of China are, are gonna go along with what the government wants them to go along with. I, I think that China is is in a worse situation in their country than we are here in, in the in the U.S. as far as the people being done with the situation and you're seeing what they're doing. Now, the question you gotta ask yourself is, um, are these folks racist? Are they xenophobes? Are they misogynist? Or uh, uh, are they any of the is that we've been called over the last two and a half, three years for demanding our freedoms? Is it is it us or is it the government overreach? It's the government overreach. And and unless we get um, start standing up to this, it's just going to continue. Uh, we've got more video from around the planet. This is, again, from China. The exact same thing happening. Look at this. Look at the violence that these people are trying to perpetrate against their own people. These are government officials saying we're going to lock you up. And these these are Chinese citizens saying it's not going to happen. We're done. This right here is exactly what we're going to have in this country. This right here is exactly what we're going to have in this country if we don't have Americans start standing up. We just saw that our elections were, well, they were fucked with again. Arizona is three weeks into counting ballots. Three weeks into counting ballots. This is the third week that they're counting votes in Arizona. It's not getting better, folks. It's getting worse. Uh, Maria Roma had, um, I cannot say her name, by the way, Maria Bartiromo, had um, James Comer and Jim Jordan on this last weekend and had some very specific questions that she wanted answered. Um, they go at the heart of it, but they're outlining what happens next when Republicans take over, because what we're seeing in China is coming here unless men like these do this job.
1: I want to know what you all are going to do about it, because Jim Jordan, what did we hear on Friday from Merrick Garland, the attorney general, Uh, The DOJ lead person puts a special counsel on the Trump investigations. Where is the special counsel on the Biden family influence peddling?
0: Well, exactly. This is what we've been waiting on forever. We've been asking for question, question, question. We have wanted to have this looked into. And what happens? How do you know that this is a political uh, bag job being done by the, the Biden DOJ, the Biden FBI, the Biden administration? How do we know? Because they're not looking into real crimes. The, the laptop has evidence of real crimes. There should be a prosecutor, a special prosecutor, just so that there's no collusion. But they're not going to do that. No. Who do they go after? They go after President Trump. JIM JORDAN CONTINUES.
2: WELL, I THINK IT'S JUST ONE MORE EXAMPLE OF HOW POLITICAL THE JUSTICE DEPARTMENT HAS BECOME, AND IT'S WHY 14 WHISTLEBLOWERS HAVE COME AND TOLD US THAT, 14 FBI AGENTS. BUT I WANT TO GO BACK. I WANT TO GO BACK TO MAY OF 2013, THE INSPECTOR GENERAL AT THE TREASURY DEPARTMENT ISSUES A REPORT AND SAYS OBAMA'S IRS TARGETED CONSERVATIVES. In IN OUR INVESTIGATION AT THAT TIME, WE DISCOVERED THAT THE DEPARTMENT OF JUSTICE WAS TRYING TO FIND WAYS TO PROSECUTE THE VERY PEOPLE WHO OBAMA'S IRS targeted. And and Maria, guess who, guess who was the, the lead person at the Justice Department looking for ways to target and prosecute the very people Lois Lerner went after, Jack Smith. The guy Merrick Garland just named it special counsel to go after President Trump. Now, think about this in the broad sense. In 2016, they spied on President Trump's campaign. In 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. In 2020, they suppressed the Hunter Biden story just days before the most important election we have. And in 2022, 91 days before the midterm election, they raided President Trump's home. And then this week, Three days after President Trump announces he's running for president, one day after Mr. Comer did his press conference, guess what? Merrick Garland says we're going to put in as the special counsel the very individual who was at the Justice Department and was looking for ways to prosecute the people Lois Lerner and Obama's IRS targeted. If that's not a political Justice Department, I don't know what is. So this is why we're going to look into this issue and we're going to get to the bottom of everything they've been doing at the politicized DOJ.
0: Now here's what's interesting about all of this is that here in a moment we're going to play another clip and some of the issues that we we thought were water under the bridge are now coming back up. It's interesting that Hannity last night I believe it was um if it wasn't last yeah I think it was last night or Wednesday night I'm not sure which but they're 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 going back and they're bringing up Hillary Clinton and her emails and Anthony Weiner. Why are they doing that? Well because Anthony Weiner for whatever reason had confidential, uh, confidential information from Hillary Clinton's emails on his laptop. So this, this excuse that the Hillary Clinton um, campaign used and her, her handlers have used and the spinmeisters have used over the last two to three years. Well, actually the last six years about this issue saying that she did nothing wrong. Well, we know from Anthony Weiner's laptop that she did. So the mere fact that this is all coming back together now um, tells me that this investigative body, that the, the Republicans over the next two years, this is what they're going to focus on. Matt Gates, we'll hear him talk about that here in a moment as well. Maria continues.
1: You all will have the gamble, James Comer, how do they keep getting away with all of this politicizing? Are you going to subpoena Joe Biden? Are you going to subpoena all of those involved in allowing China and the Communist Party to get inside the gates of America by paying off certain individuals like the Biden family?
0: And these are the questions right here that the American people want answered. Maria is asking the questions we want answered. When are they going to start doing their job? When are they going to start going at? We know they've committed crimes. All we need to do now is start investigating them. We've got the evidence. The evidence starts with the Hunter Biden laptop, but this isn't a Hunter Biden investigation. This is a Joe Biden investigation. He's the president. What ties does he have to his son's business? Comer answers the question.
3: We're going to subpoena whoever the investigation leads us to subpoena. Uh, we're serious about this. We're going to start with the
0: bank records. We need those bank records. You've seen countless emails and text messages where Hunter has complained about having to keep his father up. There's no question that Joe Biden was receiving benefit from Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's only source of income were our adversaries in China and Russia. So this is very concerning. The, the American people deserve answers. Uh, we deserve to know if we have a White House that's compromised by China, and that's going to be our priority in the House Oversight Committee. Well, Now, again, keep in mind what he just said, what Representative Comer just said, is that uh, Hunter Biden's only income, the only way he he made money was by working with our enemies. He didn't go work in Great Britain. No, because they have oversight. right? He didn't go work with our allies. He didn't go to France. He didn't go to the NATO nations. No, he went to the most corrupt places on the face of the earth, and that's where he did his business. He did it in Ukraine. He did it in China. He didn't do it where there's oversight. He did it where uh, in locations where our enemies were able to get to him easily and he would give them access to his father. And and that's no longer a conspiracy theory. It's true because we've seen the photos now, again, photos from Hunter Biden's laptop that Joe Biden met with business partners of, of Hunter Biden's, not for dinner, but for discussion, discussion on what he was going to do as VP to help them with their problems. That's what these emails show. That's why they didn't want it coming out. That's why the uh, the 51 idiots, the, the, uh, the intelligence officials came forward and said, hey, listen, we think this is all uh, Russian disinformation. Why? Because they're protecting their meal ticket. They know that their access is going to get cut off. The, the thing that we've got to ask is who briefed these 51 people that signed this document? These intelligence officials that said that this has all the earmarks of a Russian information and a Russian information campaign. Who are they? How fucking stupid do they have to be? They did exactly what they were told to do. If you take a look at the information on its face value, you can tell it's bullshit. If you dig into it really deep and you find out who the players are, then you really know that there's a problem here. Did they know that the did the 51 intelligence officials, did they know that they, the the FISA courts had been lied to? Were they aware of that? Before they wrote this. Would it have mattered? I say no. We've seen time and time again, uh Sam, um, what was his name? Not Sam Phillips. What was his name? Uh Sam, it'll come to me here in a moment. Um He was just busted a few weeks ago. We're having an an interview with Axios where he said that he didn't care how many bodies were in Hunter Biden's basement. It had no bearing on President Joe Biden. I say bullshit. It does. Joe knew exactly what his son was doing. There's no way that he didn't. I know what my son's doing, and he's just a plumber. He's not flying around on a jet with me to international destinations, talking to important, rich, and powerful people and I know what my son is doing. He's just a plumber. Joe would have to know what his son is doing. Hunter rode on Air Force Two with Joe Biden on a number of different occasions, free you and I tax bill. And then he would go off into these locations that his daddy was flying into, in particular Ukraine, and would do business in those countries while his daddy was there as a diplomat, as a politician, supposedly representing us. Hunter's there trying to get as many shekels as he can from the local people because daddy has some power. Matt Gates was just recently on Sebastian Gorka's show on Newsmax, and Sebastian Gorka had some, um, well, some interesting questions about what happens next.
2: So sure. I think it was a year ago on my daily uh, radio show, America First, you said, if we win the House, we have to turn every committee into an investigatory committee, get serious, have accountability, have oversight. We call it the Gates model. 36 congressmen refused to vote for Kevin McCarthy as speaker. We now have, have a very, very thin margin is the gate does the gates model have a chance
3: of actually happening after these midterms well no matter who is speaker we have got our conference committed to an oversight model and just this past week you saw incoming oversight chairman james comer work right alongside jim jordan and our team to showcase that this is not a hunter biden investigation this is a joe biden investigation Joe Biden was a part of the financial benefit. Joe Biden was a part of the foreign influence. Joe Biden was a part of suppressing information that was very legitimate, that was highlighting violations of federal criminal law, because he was more interested in protecting his son than protecting the Constitution and the rule of law in our country. And you know what? Uh, We are going to pursue that regardless of who's speaker. Kevin McCarthy's not gonna be speaker. I can tell you that because just this past week, we saw four members of Congress come out and say they're part of the 36. Myself, Bob Good of Virginia, Matt Rosendale of Montana, Andy Biggs of Arizona. So if you're keeping track at home, you have to believe Kevin McCarthy's gonna get votes in the next several weeks that he hasn't been able to get in the last six years. None of the 36 that voted against McCarthy on a secret ballot have come out to say that they're flipping and voting for him, and four have solidified their positions. Once we get to about half-dozen, that reaches a critical mass. It won't be Kevin. And you know what? We're going to have to work with centrists and moderates that maybe aren't our flavor of America first. But any group of five or six is going to have a veto power over the potential speaker. And it's going to be very interesting. And I think we need a new start, a fresh start. We need to turn the page and we need to elect someone, a speaker who has broad credibility across every aspect of our Republican team. And that person is not Kevin McCarthy. And the votes are bearing it out
0: here here. I agree. Kevin McCarthy is not the guy. The oldest establishment people are not the people. They got us here. They didn't have the balls, the backbone to stand up to the left as the left incrementally took our rights one after one after another. They got us here into this position. They got us, for example, uh, into the situation with ESG that we're seeing. If you're not familiar with ESG, go look it up, and you'll see how dangerous it is to our nation. Our politicians are behind it. It, it, it encapsulates racism. It encapsulates totalitarian control. Once ESG is in place, there is no difference between corporations and government. They will be working hand in hand. That is formally considered to be fascism. So look into it. ESG, that's one of the big things that we'll be focusing on here in the next few weeks. Uh, Speaking of which, Joe Biden and the Democrats, right before the midterms, um, they were all proud of themselves and, and, and claiming that they had solved the problems with the rail strike. And what we've learned is, well, they didn't. They didn't get done what they said that they had gotten done. There was no agreement. There was a framework. And we said that initially. Hey, listen, we don't think that there's anything here. This looks more like a framework than an agreement. Uh, and we were called crazy. And we were called, again, um, spreaders of misinformation and disinformation. We're just trying to, to stoke fears, stoke the flames of fear so that we can get clicks on our fo- and get clicks and follows and views on our content. No, that, that's not it. The only reason that I come on to these podcasts, I do other people's podcasts, or I do these videos is because we're in fucking trouble. We're in trouble, folks. It's not getting any better. It's getting worse. And we'll explain why it's getting worse here in just a moment. But it, it, They did. They did not have, and this is what people have to start doing. As soon as the Biden administration says something, it has to be called out as a lie immediately by you, me, and everybody else. Because when he said that he was going to give all these students their student loan, we got to come out and say, "No, I don't want to pay for it." We got to say it's illegal. You can't do it, Joe. That's the message that we've got to have. What Joe's doing is illegal. He doesn't have the authority to do it. He can't do these. He can't make these decisions by fiat. He's not a king. He's not a dictator. He's the president. And if you want to spend money in this country, you've got to go through Congress. And do you think that Congress is going to spit up another $2 trillion to cover student loan debt? They are not. Because they know exactly what it's going to do. And that's why they're saying now, hey, listen, we can't do it. We can't get it done. We don't have the votes. The Republicans are they're blocking us. You never had the fucking power. The Republicans were never going to go along with it anyway. It's a promise you made. The Republicans had nothing to do with your promise. The Republicans have no 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 responsibility to help you lie to the American people. So no, it's not the Republicans holding it back. They were never going to vote for it because it's unconstitutional. Now we've got the situation right before Christmas. And by the way, it doesn't matter if it's right before Christmas or right after Christmas or next year. If we have a rail strike in this country, it will shut down this nation. It'll shut everything down. Everybody says, well, we'll just have the truckers do it. The truckers can't do what the trains do. Every car on a train holds 13 semis worth of goods. I'm going to say that again for you so it sinks in. Every train that you see, the car, a train car, that train car can hold 13 semis worth of goods, one car. So let's say you've got a train with a with a hundred cars, even two hundred cars. That's thirteen hundred to twenty six hundred semis back to back to back for that one train, glutting up our roads. It's not the answer. Trucks are not the answer. The answer is getting a deal done with the with the, the railroads because if they strike, if this goes down, everything that goes on a truck comes off of a train, for the most part. The vast majority of goods are shipped across this country. For example, New York ships goods from from New York to to California. Well, the train stops. What do you think picks them up? A truck. But a truck didn't get it across the nation. It's too expensive. Trains are the most economic way to get goods across the country. So when they get across the country, a truck's got to pick them up. But the train's got to run first. And guess what happens? If the train doesn't run then the trucks don't run. And if the trucks don't run, what happens to our stores? I was talking about this the other day, that the shortages that we're going to have are going to be felt immediately because the majority of our stores only have 24 to 48 hours worth of goods. Meat, bread, milk, eggs, the basics, they've got 24 to 48 hours. So on December 6th, if they don't get this thing worked out by December 6th, we could see shortages in this country within days of the 6th. This is a report, believe it or not, coming from the mainstream media. Yeah, they see the problem as well. Well, Julian, experts say this is not a good time of year for a rail strike with
4: Christmas just one month before today. President Biden spoke yesterday on Thanksgiving, said this time around he does not plan to roll up his sleeves and negotiate.
5: Can you talk about what the holdup is, Mr. President? I can't because it's the middle of the negotiations still, but- uh, Have you friends, been in touch with know. the parties? My team has been in touch with all the parties, in rooms with the parties, and uh, I have, uh, I, I have not directly engaged yet because they're, going to, they're still talking. But just a
4: few days ago, Biden's press secretary said something completely different.
1: The president is indeed involved directly, uh, but I, I don't want to get into details at this time, but he has been involved. I just said the president has been directly involved. Uh, he's been in touch. This is the third time I'm saying he's been directly involved.
0: Are you tired? Are you tired of the continual lies? She's lying. She knows that he hasn't been involved. She knows it. She's standing there and flat face lying to you, to the American people. She's not lying to the reporter. She's lying to you. She's lying to me. She's lying to the American people, and she knows it. And that's why these people have got to be taken out of power. That's got why they've got to be removed from power constitutionally. We have the authority to do it, and that's why it's got to happen. The, uh, the report from, uh, I think it's NBC here, continues. Back in September,
4: just weeks before the midterm elections, the Biden administration took credit for avoiding a rail strike. But that deal is now in danger. Both sides have until early December to come to an agreement. Congressman Mike Wall spoke earlier.
3: She's trying to distance the president because this deal with the railroad unions is literally about to come off the rails, yep. uh, where three of the 12 unions have rejected it. But what's so interesting and convenient is before the midterm elections, he was taking credit for saving the country's economy.
4: Amazon workers in 40 countries, including right here in the United States, are staging walkouts and protests on this Black Friday. We've asked the White House for a reaction.
0: We'll let you know if we get it. Jillian. And there you go. There you go right there. They're lying to you on a daily basis. They're gaslighting you on a daily basis. Every time that they have, every time that KGP, JP has something that comes out of her mouth, it's a lie. It has to be a lie. Because she lied to me yesterday. She lied the day before. She She lied the day before the day before. So I don't trust anything that these motherfuckers say anymore because they lie on a daily basis. In fact, it would shock me if the truth actually trickled out of their mouth by mistake. And when it does, they didn't intend to do it. It's always, well, like Joe did there. No, 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 I haven't I haven't had anything to do with the negotiations at all. Trump would have been in there. Trump would have been taking care of it. Trump would have been there in there on a daily basis until it was worked out. The fact that this is, has um, taken this long to get taken care of tells you the difference between the Trump administration, and it, it makes it crystal clear, the difference between the Trump administration and what we're seeing from the Biden administration. Sean Hannity had uh, on his show a couple of nights ago, he talked uh, about what's uh, what's likely to happen here with the next investigations from a Republican run house. They have subpoena power now. Um, they can do the investigations. So so what's likely to happen? Now we've already heard from Matt Gates and what he expects to see. But it's interesting that we've got two names coming back on the scene here that we haven't heard in a while. And now they're saying, hey, we got to we got to si- shine some light back on these people. Sean Hannity talks about um, Hillary Clinton and Anthony Weiner and why they should be looked at again from what happened prior to 2020. It's a fact,
6: Hillary Clinton. She did mishandle a mountain of classified evidence on her unsecured private servers. And that's when she was with the State Department. Emails that were recovered 110 of them contained classified information. Eight email chains contained top secret material. Another 36 contained secret information. Another eight contained confidential material.
0: Now, I'm going to jump in here real quick before he continues this. Keep that in mind. Keep those numbers in mind. Of what we already know she's guilty of. This isn't a guess. It's not something that we're surmising. It's not something that we're fearing. These are actual facts. We know what she did. Now, this information is what Comey gave her the pass on, right? Said nobody in their right mind could uh, possibly charge her and get a conviction on this. Okay. Then why did you raid Mar a Lago? because he actually had the authorization to have those papers. She had no authorization to have them and store them in the way that she did. Again, we'll see another prosecutor come out for this, another special, special prosecutor will come out on this story most likely.
6: And then of course we have the 33,000 other emails that, well, nobody ever found because they were deleted with something nobody had ever heard of called bleach bit. They acid washed the hard drive. Now, these are the emails that we know about, the 30,000, and she's accused of attempting to wipe the other servers all clean and then having uh, people that work for her smash, you know, iPhones and Blackberries and other devices, smash them into itsy bitsy pieces and remove their SIM cards. We do know, however, that the server faced hacking attempts from multiple countries, including China, Serbia, according to the AP, quote, using a computer in Serbia, the hacker scanned Clinton's basement server in Chappaqua at least twice. And get this, Clinton emails were even found on Anthony Weiner's laptop during the FBI's investigation into his sex crimes.
0: So here we are again. We're back. We're back to Anthony Weiner. We're back to Hillary Clinton. We've circled back to six years of history with the Democrat Party lying to the American people on a daily basis. If you don't think that what Anthony Weiner was known to have done, what Jeffrey Epstein was known to have done, and, and the level at which he floated with these people, even after he got busted in 09 for fucking little kids. Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein didn't lose his access to power. They didn't tell him, no, you can't come to this party or you can't go to that party or you can't be a part of this or a part of that. They know what they ended up doing. They just killed him. That's what they did. There's no way you'll never convince me that he wasn't killed, that he wasn't murdered in that jail cell and that the two officers that were there either know who did it or they did it themselves. You're you'll never convince me otherwise because what we're seeing here is not normal you know died suddenly this new documentary <laughs> died suddenly should be the term of anybody who hangs in, in in the in the uh the presence of the Clintons or anybody in the DNC Seth rich is another one another person who died suddenly so what we have to look at with with what the the information that we've we've gleaned over the last several months, is that we as the American people have to get our head wrapped around the fact that we're going to have to get very, very, very comfortable with learning some very disturbing things about people that we thought we could trust in. That's on the left and on the right. Listen, I, I don't have anything against a Democrat who is, is, is just trying to do things in a different way um, than we are because they believe in a, there's a different solution to the same problem. I don't have a problem with that. That we can debate that. This isn't that. This is you will do as we say or you will be dead. You will follow our guidance, you will follow our narrative. You you won't question anything, you will not dissent against anything, and if you do, we will it will cost you everything. We will cancel you. That's totalitarian, folks. And when Karen, the neighbor next door, has that mentality when she believes that to be the case, when she thinks that that's all right to do to you just being a neighbor, she votes that way as well. So when she sees others doing it in power, she goes, yes, I can agree with that. And Ken, her 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 beta male husband, does the exact same thing because they want to belong. They don't want to be the outsiders. They don't want to be kicked out. They don't want to be shunned. They want to belong. They don't have the willpower to, 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 to say no to the mob because they believe what the mob is doing is right. Number one, they agree with it. But secondly, they don't want to be shunned. They don't want to be kicked out. They don't want to be canceled. So, so they'll go along with it. That's what gives bullies, dictators, their power initially, because there's enough push that the problem is. And what we see historically is that these people are also the first ones to turn on dictators when the dictator has gone too far. Sadly, that generally happens far too late. Far too late. As they say, uh, you can vote your way into socialism, but you have to shoot your way out. Now, the question I've asked on a number of uh, occasions is, when do you think this is going to get better? Will it get better with the current people? It cannot. It cannot get better, better because either one of two things is going on. Either they're inept, they're incapable of doing the job or they're capable of doing the job, and they're doing this on purpose. I, based on the documentation from the Great Reset and other documentation from Yuval Harari, from George Soros, and other people that have written or spoken on this issue, they're doing it by choice. They've decided this is the path they want us to go down. This is the path they want for the planet. And if you don't agree, you lose your rights to speak, You lose your rights to travel. You lose your rights to work. You may even lose your rights to eat and drink. Well, they've already shown that, right? If you didn't have your passport and uh, your vaccine passport in New York, you couldn't go out to restaurants. So they've already shown you what they're going to do. Here's what's scary. The number of people who went along with it. The question is, is that just like in China and in Soviet Russia, when you push a people long enough, you can only do that for a generation or two before they start pushing back that's why we saw Russia decline. China's in the same exact situation. Let's go back and look let's go back and look at what's happening in China. this is what they're doing now because they're done. they're, they're at the end of their rope they can no longer they can no longer be a part of what's happening there because they they have nothing left. there's nothing that they have left there's there's no freedom there's no freedom of speech there's no freedom of movement and now, Joe Biden just signed away your right as a citizen to be able to travel freely around the world. You cannot leave American shores now based on what he just said he's going to sign, that you would have to have a digital vaccine passport that lets other countries know that you've been vaccinated in the U.S. with a drug that doesn't work. It doesn't protect you from what you're supposed to be protecting. Oh, it it makes you it makes you not be as sick. That hasn't been proven to be the case yet. I had COVID, had it for five days, did not go to the hospital. Um, You're telling me that if you get the vaccine, that it's going to make it better than that, that you might not even feel a a fever or you might not feel aches and pains. You're trying to tell me that's what the vaccine is going to do. That's not been the case so far. Everybody who's been vaccinated, who got COVID, got just as sick as I did. It didn't save them from shit. In fact, many have gotten even more sick. And now we've learned from the Washington post that what we've been told for the last two years was all bullshit. And what we've been saying, because our information, our, our thought process was based on data, not what we're being, we're being told by the mainstream media. We said that there's no way that going forward, this is going to work because by the time we get to 50, 60, 70% vaccination status, then everybody dying from COVID will eventually be vaccinated. Now, Guess who the largest population of those dying with COVID are now? According to the Washington Post. Exactly right. Yep, it's the vaccinated. Because the numbers, the the databases, a spreadsheet will tell you everything that you need to know. I don't need to be a doctor. I don't need to be a physician. I don't need to understand how they got the data that they got, other than it's true data, and this is what it means. That's all we need. If you've got a spreadsheet in front of you and it says, hey, listen, this many more are doing this than this, you've got to ask two questions. How do we get the data? Do we know it's true? And what does this mean? Well, when you ask the second question, let's assume that it's all true. When you ask the second question, what you're asking there is, what does it mean? How does that extrapolate out? How is it going to affect me? And we started saying saying a year ago, there's no way this is going to pan out. If the drug doesn't protect you from what it's supposed to protect you from, you can get it. And it doesn't protect you from passing it on. You can give it to others. Then what good is it? Do? What is it? What is it for? What good does it do? And then they came back and says, well, it doesn't get you as sick. They can't prove that. That's an unknown value. You'll never know how many people didn't get sick. But I can tell you how many people have died. I can tell you how many people have had adverse reactions. We have that data but we don't have any data on how many lives it saved because that's an unknown value. So it's an empty promise. They said the same thing for the, for thalidomide, by the way. Oh, it's, it's don't worry about these, these women over here. The majority of women don't have any problems and their babies aren't deformed the majority. But for those that do, yeah, they're real fucked up and you may be born. you, You may have a child born that has flippers instead of arms, instead of legs. We've been down this path before folks. Let me keep you. Let me, let me remind you that Pfizer, <laughs> Pfizer paid the highest bill of any company ever, 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 for lying to to their their patients. Pfizer paid a two billion dollar fine. Doctors paid fines because they were all colluding with one another to 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 make you take a medication that didn't work, and they were lying about it, and they knew that they were lying about it. Did anybody get charged criminally? Nope. They paid a two two billion dollar fine. That is um, that's the cost of doing business. That's the cost of doing business. I think it's odd that just a few years later, Pfizer is in the money. They're in the black. They're no longer in the red. No, they've made that two billion dollars back plus. And who gave them the money? Our politicians, both on the left and the right. To solve no problem with a company that's lied to the American people before, that's lied to the world before, had no problem in um, giving them billions of dollars to produce a drug that didn't work. And by the way, you can't even get the one that they approved. You cannot get that drug in this country. One of the questions I asked earlier is how soon are we getting out of this? How soon do you think that we're going to get out of this? I I can tell you that it's not going to take place for at least three to five years. And the reason is, is because we're going to need time to to go back and fix the problems that have been created over the last two years. And we've still got two more years of this bullshit uh, in our path. Now, we may be able to slow it to an extent, but it's not stopping at at all. And is it going to get any better? It won't. It can't. Why? Well, because the people at the top, they're idiots, just like this guy.
5: Way to get something done if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to anyway from from uh, uh, char excuse me from Charlotte one a- another line going from in Florida down to Tampa of Putin's kleptocracy yeah America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in the foot. The idea that um, Los Angeles and. Uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? For two reasons. One, two.
0: We have. Okay, so I'm going to stop you in the middle here. I just want to say that he still makes Fetterman look like a fucking genius. As bad as he is, he makes Fetterman look like a goddamn genus. To communicate it in a way that is,
5: uh, um, Let me say it another way. But the nature, not a solid meeting with, um, with uh, the, uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what drives the driver in the States that are affected. Here's what you can do, the drivers. We want to expand pre- pre-K for three and four-year-olds. Millions of pre-care. Coos. The, um.
0: Yep, it's definitely going to get worse before it gets better. It's definitely going to get worse before it gets better because the people in charge have no capability of making it better or they choose not to. They're either inept or corrupt. And in either situation, they gotta go. Um, welcome, Uh or thanks for joining the show today. This is a short one. Um, we've been doing some long ones, so I just wanna do some short, quick hits. And uh, that's what our plan is from this point on, is to kind of do the, these kind of formats. We'll, we'll see how this goes. Um, if you haven't been over to KramerSays.com yet, KramerSays.com is the free speech platform that I've created for those that are looking for free speech. Um, it is a facebook like experience if you haven't gone and gotten yourself an account over there please join us KramerSays.com, c r a m e r s e z That's c r a m e r s e z .com um, free speech platform and we are um we're doing a lot of other things as well we've launched a new platform uh, i shouldn't say new platform a new service um Kramer says tv it's it's uh, running through rumble and we're looking at uh, creating and developing a 24/7 ever um um um, um broadcasting um, platform uh, for original conservative content. If you're a conservative creator, influencer, and so on, and you're looking for a path to get onto a national stage, um, we're broadcasting 24-7 on Rumble right now. We've got filler content in in there until we start getting our programming together. But if you're interested in this, please join us. Hit me up at syndication at KramerSays.com. Send us your content. Show us what you've got. Let's see if we can get you on air and uh, showcase to um, hundreds of thousands of other people on a daily basis, what you're doing and what you're saying, what's important to you. If you want to join us, hit me up again at syndication at kramersays.com. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. It is Friday, November 25th. We'll be back tomorrow or as soon as we can. See you then.